Hello everybody, hello everyone. Welcome to the European Championship 2020 of Drink With Us. Thinking drinkers are like a teenager running back from the news agent having bought the latest copy of Razzle. We have gloriously reached the semi-stage and those teams participating in the semi-final, as well you know, are France, England, Holland, the Netherlands, and, and Italia. Italia. That's wow. right. So we've got, Naples. that's right, we've got England versus the Dutch, and then mm. we've got the Battle of the French versus the Italians. Oh, the it's great. Let's get on with it. What have we got right. first? Holland. Who, who's Holland. up for Holland? What have they brought right, to these? Right, we've got Texel Tia. We've got, we're going to a little island, the north of the Holland, called Texel. Hang on, hang on, let me just get mine up. Get you. Get your up. Get yours up. Oh, oh no! Get your semi out. Oh, that's the wrong button. Hang on. Oh, all your horses. That could have been embarrassing. Uh, yes, this is the island of Texel to the north of Holland. Oh, it's the largest of the Frisian islands, and it's got a wonderful brewery on there. It's beautiful. Is it? Is it, is it cold? Yeah, it's Frisian. Um, and it doesn't look like a semi. That looks like a fully erect structure behind you. It certainly is. Um, mm. And this is called Skumkopper, which means foam top, or if you put it into Google, scum. Haha. <laughs> <laughs> I wouldn't, I don't think they call it scum. Seems harsh. Anyway, it's a dark wheat beer, and it's beautiful. And they eat all the grain, the wheat and the barley is grown on the island of Texel. Um, and this is like a sundowner beer that everyone on the island, it's like a bit of a, Destination Island, people go on holiday there. It's the sunniest part of Holland. So it's not Frisian. So it's uh, not Frisian. Mm. Mm. Probably is during the winter. Probably got cold winters and hot summers, I imagine. You start growing grapes there. <laughs> <laughs> From what I've learned about wine on our, our videos, Ben. <laughs> um, so, yeah, I mean, it's, it's a, Holland's got a great craft brewing thing going on, and they're one of the good guys. And this is this is a very nice... Dark wheat beer. Um, it's got right. nice and Moorish, very drinkable, <laughs> solid, <laughs> and not You're really spectacular. It to me. Okay, okay. No, it's, it's, uh, it's just an easy going. They use June water as well. Ah, water that's weird because June's very dry. <laughs> I know. I don't really understand that. Some sort of sci-fi novel. Yeah, they get June so got, water. Yeah, okay. But there's good. This, I mean... It doesn't look massively light. It's very traditional. Looks, no, no, but it is very drinkable. It's, a, it's, a, yeah. it's, a, it's essentially a wheat beer. Better off going for something like that than a, a sort of a more mainstream lagery-style beer. That's what we're trying to tell people, isn't it? If yeah. you're going to try a Dutch beer, try something regional, different, mm. with a bit more character, as well as the things you really enjoy. We're not here to tell people. No, no, no. We're not, especially not, and we're certainly not here to slag off massive breweries and brands that have huge budgets. Money. Mm. But that, so that's them. Are you happy with them? Because I've, I think, I mean, I like it. I like the beer. What what I might suggest, well, let's just see what England do and then we'll. we'll Okay. But it's funny because I just selected this picture without knowing that you, it was called Scum. And I picked some, a picture of some England fans who don't have the best reputation when no. it comes to travelling around Europe. 
And yet, Ben, when it comes to our drinking game, we can certainly be exceptionally refined, can't we? We don't need and, you, Tom, when it comes to drinking, because we've got well, everything here. We certainly don't when it comes to sparkling wine. Oh, because yeah. today we've got some sparkling wine from Chapeldown, yeah. and we are beating the French at their own game in oh, recent yeah. years when it comes to sparkling wines. God bless um, global warming. Yeah, yes. Yeah. I mean, it is because of the terroir in our country. We're catching up now. Chapel Down is a fantastic English, one of the most successful English wineries. Uh, the largest, in, I believe. It's certainly the biggest. Uh, they've they've been around for a, a long old time. They uh, first planted their vines in 1977, so they they've been at it for a while. They're based in Tenterden in Kent, and that's um, the and they, uh, Kent countryside behind me, which is. Be careful saying that after a few of these. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, uh, yeah so they, they've become rather good at it. Uh, they specialise mm. in the sparkling wines. The winemaker there is a guy called Josh, Josh Donaghy Spire. Um, now, he's worked at wineries in uh, the Alsace, Champagne, uh, South Africa. Um, so he knows he knows his onions. Well, he's Stellen, and he knows his, his grapes. grapes. Stellenbosch. Was he in the Stellenbosch? I imagine so. That's where they do all the wine, isn't it? I um, think so. And the guy who owns it is a guy called Fraser Thompson, nice fella, who used to be at Heineken, who mm. was Dutch. So this is, I mean... Oh, yes, of course. Yeah. Tasty. Uh, why does it? Why does wine grow? Why do grapes grow? Wine doesn't grow. <laughs> I've worked that out. <laughs> why do grapes grow well there? Well, apparently, the climate in the southeast, Ben, get this. Go on. Great. Are you ready? Are you ready, <laughs> wait, wait, fans? Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Don't tell me. <laughs> is it hot during the summer and cold during the winter? And cold during cold. the night? No, no. You get cold winters and oh, right. hot summers. <laughs> oh, I see. Cold nights and warmer days. Through the day is warmer. <laughs> <laughs> but actually, you've also got... This cool sea breeze that comes in off the uh, beautiful uh, North Sea. Yeah, <laughs> my favourite of all all yeah. the seas. Just coming through over all the old malt Tudor houses. Yeah, and, yeah. and uh, as a result, uh, and also it's, it's quite layered apparently the, the topography, which means that you get loads of different sort of expressions of terroir. You get loads of different muds. Loads, loads of different muds, muds and and. Stuff around to, uh, it, but they don't just make uh wine, do they? Chapel down, they make a beer, mm-hmm. very nice. That's uh, the one of their lagers, uh, and they re ferment that with champagne yeast and they use some kiwi hops, Nelson Souvin. <laughs> well, that's from New Zealand, um, and they do a lovely gin as well. Wow, they're all very, over all the drinks. I'm yeah, I'm very impressed with what they're up to generally, and that's the I've got one here. Whoa. Mm. That is but because delicious. of all these different, different layers, they can they can grow loads of different wines. They've got a Chardonnay, they've got a Pinot Blanc, they've got a Bacchus, which is relatively new. Um, so they can make rosés as well as sparkling wines. And obviously Pinot Noir. And the Pinot Noir does particularly well in this region because of these south-facing chalky slopes. And they use some of the, they use the, um, the wine skin, the wine skin, the grape skins, mm. to make their Pinot Noir gin as well. Ah. Which is, I can tell you, it's well nice. 
this one is the the brute non-vintage yeah and it costs you 20 something quid um which is about as the french and it is really drinkable and mm-hmm. you know the funny thing is i'm not a massive fan of champagne i quite like um it, some of them i find very very dry and they really sort of leave you yeah your gums out there that's really balanced um it's it's got the qualities of a champagne but it's got a bit more fruit and sort of sweeter apple sort mm. of quality. Oh, I was going to say apples. Well, I but then I didn't because I thought maybe that's not the right thing to say. Well, but and I, I, I can't, I'll, I'll give you a, I'll give you an insider tip. It says it on the label. Does it? <laughs> I was going to say apples. Oh, they they said red apple. Yeah, citrus fruits. It just caught my eye there, so I thought I'd bung it in there just to show. Oh, quince! They throw in quince in there. That's a good one. Strawberries, though. I find. Do you know what's a good one to say in a wine tasting? Because it's a fruit that no one really talks about, but and but no one really knows how they taste. A green gauge. Put that in. Getting some hints of green gauge in there. It's good. Um, Tip for you there, Tom. Star fruit. That was always an interesting one when it came across the. The, uh, when I worked in Sainsbury's and it came down the aisle, it's like, wow, star fruit. What's the code for star fruit? Great days, Ben. I just loved working. Come on. At least I got paid then. <laughs> so that's brilliant. And I'm sure these guys are exactly the sort of core market that Chapel are expecting to tuck into it. Look at that lovely. I think that might be a chapel down. Um, yeah that's a yeah. sparkling wine in that plastic cup he's got really good really Very good, good. I, I I am, I'm, I'm more I infused think. about that than you seem to be about your beer which is not to be down on Texas well, all, I, all I would say is that it's just Holland have got lots of lots of very good stuff but they've not we're in the semi stage you really have to bring your A game and it's a great beer but it's not it's not sparkling wine from the Ken countryside, is it? No. Um, I think it's got... a bit, and I think their performance, a bit like the uh, Islands of Texel, is a little flat. Okay. Yeah. Well, so, um, England, England storm it. England are in a the bit final. Like, a bit like that famous 1996 encounter. We've absolutely smashed yeah. them there, haven't we? Yeah. Well Bye done. Bye the Dutch. Total, right. total football is totally out of here, man. And well we're moving on to the next to, one. Who's who's next? Who's next? The, the I've got the Italians versus the French. Uh, should we should we start with some uh, French gear, or what do you want to go with first? Let's go with some French. Yeah. Uh, the French have got. Oh, I like that. That's a good. That's a good old school. <laughs> yes. We are drinking Hennessy, and look yep. at that. Look at the way it makes women quiver. Yeah, you can't see, you can't the, see the rest of the advert. I've had to crop it to get the uh, logo in. But my God, they are having a great time. That guy is holding Hennessy cognac, and they're drinking it as well. And there's two of them, one of him. And we all know what's going to happen there. Well, uh, is gonna... she's happy for that to happen, Ben. Um... Yeah. It's new age you live in now, but everything's consensual there. And he hasn't, he hasn't, he hasn't gone to the bar 
and ordered a double despite not being asked to do so. Good. We live in a new world and those old We all have to look back at our behaviour and I've taken it on board. I mean, I can safely say in the time that I've been around you, (laughs) you've really not had the merest sniff of female attention. So you haven't done anything wrong. No, exactly. I I I can sleep easy as I always did during my single days. Ah, so we've got Hennessy, and behind me is the Founders Cellar, and I've had the fortune of going to the Hennessy uh, Founders Cellar. Um, it's where they keep all the really, really top-notch cognac. Cognac is made from grapes, grape distillate. So they they take the best Uniblanc grapes growing in the region, and then they uh, make a wine, and then they distill that wine and create eau de vies, and then. Each different eau de vie has got a different character and flavour. They put them in these barrels for a long time and each of the eau de vie expresses something different as it matures and interacts with the wood over 10, 20, 30, 40, 50 years. In this centre, they have got cognacs that go back centuries. It's unbelievable. And I was lucky enough to go there and uh, I I, I had an extraordinary banquet. um, Oh, really? Yeah, and I, I flew there by a private jet. It's, oh, really? You it's had a ride a, on a chopper? Oh, no, it's not a chopper. No, it's, it's not. not a chopper. It's a play. Uh, but it was an extraordinary trip, and they are they make fantastic cognac. I love cognac. I think it might be my favourite of all the categories, based partly on well, the heritage and the, the stories around... Um, and you like a manicured lawn, don't you, Tom? I love a luxury lifestyle. It's just, it's It's what you fit into. I mean, just look at you. It just screams luxury. Yeah. I went there and I had the, the Hennessy parody, which is a a particularly luxury, uh, Hennessy. Hennessy, they've been very kind, not sent us that because it costs over a grand, but they have sent us some of their beautiful XO. Now the XO contains, um, over a hundred of these different eau de vies. And then the master blender's job is to select the right eau de vies to put in there into the blend. Um, And they taste every day at Hennessy at 11 o'clock in the morning. And over the year, they'll taste over 10,000 different eau de vies, Ben. So they do taste, they do. What I was amazed when I went to Cognac is when you taste the different eau de vies from different years and different harvests, they do taste massively different. Mm. Even when they yeah, yeah, definitely. They're not making this up. We're not. No, they're not either. Oh no! And unlike wine, neither are we. We we do know a little bit about this stuff. And um, and but the grapes are made from grapes that are on on vines that benefit from the climate, which is cold during the evening. And then warm during the day, and also you have they do endure some cold winters and, and warm, quite frosty and warm, in the winter there. <laughs> and then and, it can get really sun. warm, yeah, get hot, yeah, yeah, in the summer. summer. Yeah, it tends to be the summer when it's hotter. That's what I noticed. Uh, I'm not going to open that particular bottle because I always have a, uh, a bit of uh, Hennessy XO on the go because yes. I love it that much. And so I don't know right. if you see, I can, Where's I can mine? keep keep mine, yeah, Ben, in my in this decanter. I don't know if you can. Read what it says. What's that say? Massive bell end of the year 2006. Mm. <sighs> what is it? It's communicator of the year. 
because I am one of those, Ben, I'm a spirits communicator. <laughs> That's an actual award for that. Uh, I mean, seems dubious, but uh, I got it. Um, and this is Mr. Hennessy, who was an Irishman who uh, invented the Hennessy cognacs. And wowzers. Yeah, there's a bit of uh, Irish heritage going on in the Cognac region. It's quite interesting that a lot of these guys fled from the British and made their homes in, in France and uh, recognised the, the the work that was going on with the vineyards and turning the grape juice into uh, Cognacs. So uh, Thomas Hine, who's actually English born, um, he's another Cognac distiller out there, the Hine Distillery. Um, and this guy, the Irish guy, Hennessy, um, made a really good fist of it and then started taking it all around the world. It's unbelievable. That's got it is uh, amazing gear, isn't it? It's just so rich, and there's just loads going on in there, like dried fruit, all the all the, all the standards, dried fruits, prunes, figs, all those sorts of uh, things that people like to say. This so it's very velvety. Oh, so smooth. So mellif- do you want to know a good word? Mellifluous. I do want to know. A good word. It makes me I think of the scene behind you. It's so smooth, smooth and deep, and it's penetrating my palate. Mm. Mm. Beautiful, beautiful. Right. Well done, them. So that's the French. What can the Italians do to take on a Hennessy XO? Well, well, I think they're probably having seen what the French have done. They're probably crying with their mums. Again, well, to be or fair, are they? they've bought something which couldn't be less uh, full of machismo than uh, your your advert. This is Italicus and is light, floral, and absolutely delicious. It's called Italicus, Italicus. and it comes from Italy. Yeah. And there's an American, Italian American in Sicily, as Mr. Tony I've got, Soprano. I've got a, uh, my background is a pot of ragu because, as everyone knows, it brings out the Italian in you. It does. Uh, and um, Italicus was set up by a former bar professional, actually, a guy called Giuseppe Gallo, a good Italian name. Yeah. And Giuseppe is a good lad, actually. We've met him over the years in various guises. He's, worked in bars, around bars, and worked for drinks companies. And uh, he, he, again, knows his onions and knows his Italian heritage because he's picked up um, some of the, the ideas of a, a specific kind of Italian drink that wasn't, hasn't really been that fashionable for the last 10 years. Uh, they're called Italian Rosso, Rossolio Liqueurs. Now, yep. it's not something that I'd really known about before. Or been um, to say. No, that, that applies to all languages, to be fair, even English. Um, but it's a type, a, quite a traditional type of Italian liqueur uh, derived from rose petals. So oh, it really is something for the ladies. Very floral. Um, but they've got loads of other flavours in there, which make it much more complex than just a rose, rose liqueur. Um, it takes... That is bellissimo. Oh, whoa. Sorry, I was, uh, it's not actually... It's very rich and oh, oh yeah, wow! It's very good. There's a lot going on. You know, on, I isn't wasn't there? giving Italians any any kind of no, good hope here, but I think do you know what I think they always turn up in the tournaments, don't they? Though, even if they're always. domestic leagues, B 
busy sort of paying off referees and chucking mm. bungs left, right, and centre. They always turn up at the major tournaments. They do, don't they? It's very nice. And I mean, I talk a lot about the floral notes there, but it's really quite, there's quite a nice bitterness to it. So he takes orange peels or, yeah, I think they're orange or are they lemon? Oh, mate, this is They're bergamot. They're bergamot peels. He takes them from um, the... It's got a a kind of... um, Region, apparently. Oh, man, that's good. Yeah. That's good. So he takes it from... um, the, the, these are come from the, the southwest of Italy, which is like the toe part of Italy. You know, yeah. It's a boot shape. Uh, and um, it's quite a sort of sunny, sun-baked oh. region, mountains. Is it hot during the summer, colder during the winter? villages. It's, it's hot a lot of the time, actually, which yeah. is why the peels have got a lot of flavour. And then he takes his lemons from Sicily, which is more famous for... Yeah. Extortion, I suppose. Yeah. <laughs> not being very naughty boys. But also lemons, um, and so he does it, does macerations of these, and then he blends them together. But he also uses some lavender in there. He's got chamomile from Lazio, uh, yellow roses, uh, Melissa balm from Northern Italy. Loads going on, and he takes different macerations. He blends them all together. To make it's like a so it's lovely. A, like an, a, it's a bit like an aperitif wine, sort of. But it's not wine. I, well, I tell you what. I did the other day, just the other day. What did you do? I took a little bit of it and I put some Prosecco on top. So I made a sort of sparkling drink. I tie wine, yeah. Oh, yeah. And so, because it's quite, it's quite, there's quite a little richness to it. So it just, uh, the, the effervescence of the Prosecco. really lifted it off really the top. lifted it up. And um, it was smashing. And it is generally a very, very, and it's a beautiful bottle as well, I should it's say. It's very good. Do you know what? Uh, the Italians know a thing or two about design, and that is yeah. just stunning, isn't it? Oh. That'll make a nice lampshade after. Yeah. If I drink it. Well, so some, that is no, spectacular. Um, this is tough now. But it is tough. As much I've as I do love top, you've got your Italian top. Yeah, I mean,. I know, but I'm going to go with because it sits so nicely in this um, this Ben that I, yeah. I won. Um, I'm going to go with it. I'm going to go with the uh, French. Really, I think so. I, think I do they, love cognac. That's, it, that it, is good. It's my. But also, I think they win. They've got history on their side because this Italicus is 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 new and fresh and very very good. Yeah. But I think it's got its whole career in front of it. I think it could That's benefit. That's true. Nice. It could benefit from just because what you what you realise is you you almost learn more from defeat than victory. And what I would say to Italicis is in the change of answer, I go. Remember this pain. Remember how much this hurts. And the next tournament, harvest that. Not harvest it. Harness it. Don't harvest, harvest it. it. Don't harvest it. Honestly, it it. And, and, <clears throat> and then use it to really, you know. Yeah, come good next time round. Come good, good next time, come round. Yeah. That's nice. I like that. Okay. that. It's not really, doesn't feel like a defeat then, and I don't think it deserves to be defeated. No. The Italicus, it's uh, such lovely gear. But uh, the French go through. And the French so, and the English. And oh my goodness. I'm oh my God, it's a France in the final. I've just realised that is. I didn't see that coming. No, I didn't see that when coming. We, when we put the spreadsheet together, 
Uh, That's not how we started it and moved, went back in any way. I didn't expect the French to take on the English in the end. Um, but what will they bring? Yes. What will We've they got, bring? There's so much needle between the two nations, especially invariably, after what, you know, what they Yeah. Do. Invariably, the, French, uh, the finals can be boring. But guess what, viewers? This one won't be. No. Um, so, so tune in for the final. Um, commiserations to France and the Dutch. You are the best of the losers. Well done. Good stuff. Tell everyone Cheers, about everyone. it. Tell everyone about it. Subscribe. Do everything. Spread the word. Not the virus. Wash your hands. Bye.